0: Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman, and I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Let's go ahead and open our Bibles again today to Matthew chapter number 1. Not moving along too quickly. Uh, We're in verse number 2. but last time we were together, we were looking at verses 2 through 17, looking at the genealogy of Christ. And a couple of things I do want to point out. I already mentioned that there are five Gentile women in the genealogy of Jesus. Um, uh, sub, three of them, at least, I think it was three of them, have uh, very uh, questionable uh, paths, uh, paths. That includes uh, Tamar, Rahab, and Bathsheba. And then also today I want to take a look at some subtractions that are not in the genealogy. Um, this is just a cursory mention. It's just something that I find very interesting. Uh, but if you look in the line of the kings from David, there are three kings that are missing. Uh, if you carefully, uh, you can't tell this unless you compare it with the Old Testament. First Chronicles chapter 9, verses 9 through 12, we have that genealogy or that list of kings but we can, when we compare it with Matthew, uh, verses chapter one, verses six and eight, you will find that three kings uh, between Joram and Uzziah are missing, and they are Ahaziah, Joash, and Amaziah. They were all kings of Judah, the northern kingdom. Just very interesting now. You know, again, I'm I'm going to get into a little bit of speculation here, but some would conclude that the reason is because Jehoshaphat, who was uh, the father of Joram, uh, he is the one that gave his daughter to King Ahab. Now, this is wicked King Ahab um, in Second Chronicles eighteen one, um, who and of course he was the husband of that wicked queen Jezebel, the Zidonian uh princess. And uh so the Bible says that Ahab and Jezebel were the wicked, wickedest rulers that Israel ever had. In first 1 Kings sixteen thirty three and Ahab made a grove and Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger him than all the kings of Israel that were before him. Now again just interesting speculation uh, we're not going to go out and start a church on the three skipped kings here. But why did God skip three generations of kings after Jehoshaphat gave his daughter to Ahab? Um, so possibly, again, just possibly, it was to remove the iniquity of that sin, of that unequally yoked marriage uh, Exodus 20 and verse number five says, you shall not bow down to them, neither shall you serve them. Speaking of uh, the idols of the land for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me. Uh, also in numbers 14:18, the Lord is long suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but he by no means clears the guilty. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation. So, again, you know, some commentators will say that might possibly be why uh, those three kings were skipped because of what Jehoshaphat did and given his daughter uh, to King Ahab. Now, um, there's some other things that um, uh, another thing I want to look at in this genealogy. Um, And that is, there are actually two genealogies of Jesus in the New Testament. Uh, There's one in Matthew, and there's one in Luke. Matthew 1 and Luke 3. Um, Matthew is actually the genealogy of Jesus through Joseph, his stepfather. Luke, on the other hand, is the genealogy of Jesus through Mary. Now, if you look at these two genealogies, it would reveal that they're almost identical. Now, I realize when we get to genealogies, both Old and New Testament, we tend to want to skip them. (laughs) Um, But if you look at these two genealogies, you look at the genealogy of Joseph and Matthew, it actually works forward to Joseph, i.e. from David to Joseph. But if you look at Mary's genealogy in Luke, it actually works backward from Mary to David. Um, and that is where they differ. They're different, not only because they're two different genealogies, because obviously, um, you know, Joseph and Mary uh, both came from the same tribe, and their lineages both went back to David. But there is a a difference. In Matthew 1.6, Joseph's lineage uh, comes from David to King Solomon in Matthew 1.6. But if you look at Mary's genealogy in Luke 3.31, it actually goes from, uh, from, from David to Nathan, not Solomon. So Joseph is a descendant. Through Solomon to David, and Mary is a descendant through Nathan to David. Now, why is that uh, so important? Um, well, it's important because of Matthew one eleven. Matthew one eleven. notice it says, and Josiah became the father of Jeconiah. Now, this is in Joseph's genealogy. So, Josiah became the father of Jeconiah. Now, that means that Joseph is related to King Jeconiah. Now, that's important because look back in Jeremiah chapter number 22, and this is uh, not speculation. Uh, This is uh, scripture. Jeremiah chapter number 22 And verse 24 Jeremiah 22 in verse number 24 this is what the Lord says as I live declares the Lord even though Coniah now that's Jeconiah in in Matthew the son of Jehoiakim king of Judah were a signet ring on my right hand yet I would pull you off obviously uh, Coniah Jeconiah did something That caused the Lord to be angry with him. And I will give you over into the hand of those who are seeking your life. Yes, into the hand of those whom you dread, even into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and into the hand of the Chaldeans. Now, that's not good news for Jeconiah. And he says, I will hurl you and your mother who bore you into another country where you were born, and there you will die and then notice verse 27 but as for the land to which they desire to return they will not return to it is this man coniah a despised and shattered jar or is he an undesirable vessel why have he and his descendants been hurled out why have they been cast into a land that they did not know O land, O land, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, write this man down, listen, childless, a man who will not prosper in his days, for no man of his descendants will prosper by sitting on the throne of David or ruling again in Judah. So the bottom line is, if Joseph was indeed the biological father of jesus which means that he and mary would have had to have consummated their marriage and if jesus was indeed his biological son jesus would not be qualified to sit on the throne of his father david thus fulfilling the davidic covenant because he would have fell under the curse that was laid upon jaconiah and the genealogy would have eliminated him from being able to fulfill that covenant in isaiah 7:14 therefore the lord himself shall give you a sign behold a virgin shall conceive the virgin birth folks the virgin birth i remember one time i was a young student in a uh, christian college and the professor passed out a test and asked if the virgin birth was necessary for salvation. And I said, yes, as did many other students in the classroom, because if Christ were not a virgin, then he was conceived in sin, and he was born into sin, and he would have been a sinner. You see, there has to have been an immaculate, conception, a virgin birth. Mary had to have been a virgin impregnated by the Holy Spirit, or because of the curse that was laid upon Jeconiah and his descendants, Jesus would have been disqualified as the Messiah, and you and I, my friend, would not have salvation. We would still be under the Old Testament law. Um, Jesus Christ's death would have been in vain. You see, The Bible is 100% accurate in every area. The conclusion has to be that it is accurate when it speaks of everything, when it speaks of heaven, when it speaks of hell, when it speaks of the genealogies. It's either right or it's wrong. That's the Word of God that we hold in our hands. God bless you guys. Hope that you have a great day. Remember that God loves you wants the best for you, and he's working all things out for your good.